welcome to the podcast. I'm designer Dave Say. I am photographer Sid Caesar. And, and we're joined today by... Sarah Caesar, who has no Sarah description. Caesar. You have no description. You are the director of alumni relationships. Yes, or, I am. Uh, I am relationships? A, relations. I am a maker of things and an organizer of photographer. things. Photographer. Maker of things and organizer. That's a great that fine is, artist. That's my Is that on your website? Organizer. It should be it on your should, website. Yeah, it should be. And we also, my cat is here sitting next to Sarah. He seems very happy about that. He's our production Production assistant, the production cat. cat, production manager. He makes sure everything yeah, runs his, smoothly. There's his office behind you where he does all his production. Oh, mm. that it's <laughs> yikes! Yeah, yikes! Good thing that's not on camera. No, is it? No, it, yeah, it's not on camera. Thank oh, no. goodness. Yay! And uh, so yeah, another this day is we're recording. This is a second podcast on April twelfth, Thursday, twelfth, 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 really. Tw- yeah, there are like Twelfth? three vowels or consonants next to each other at the end of the word. Twelfth. Huh. Twelfth. Say it. Twelfth. Totally. Yeah. We always have to pronounce Twelfth. it like that. I could I can never pronounce it. Twelfth. I'm gonna say twelfth. 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 It's April twelfth. Welcome to April twelfth. And the second podcast of the three we are doing today before we uh, escape to the local Mexican chain and Espanaca Congreso for lunch. Espanaca for lunch. Since I am on the diabetic diet, I am going to have plain chicken wings, (laughs) which they do a good job of. Unfortunately, it is not half price wing day, which is only Sundays and Mondays. Yeah. Sometimes I am a little cheese. sad about it, but you know, there's still good ways. So, cheese. So yeah, cheese. So um, I forgot what we're talking about. Uh, we were all yeah. excited because the flea markets have opened. The flea market. The, se- we're well, about flea the season today. started last weekend, April seventh. Seventh. Eighth. Eighth. Is um, there is there a predictable day that you know when the flea markets open? Usually, it's the slow? first weekend of April. First weekend of well, April. The, the second, the second weekend, weekend of April. The first weekend of April. That's not Easter. I it's think not is Easter. More, more yeah. So is. usually it's the weekend oh, after. The weekend after Easter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But usually that's right around the second week of April. Usually, first weekend yeah, of, or something usually. like that. Yeah. Okay. But usually it's in April. Yeah. So usually we get when it gets to be like March, we're both like, oh my god, the flea markets are starting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell, why flea markets? Why not Target? Uh, I I am just a product of lifelong going to flea markets. My parents on Sundays, for a very small amount of time, my mother used to take me to church. And I used to go to Sunday school, and my dad would go to the flea markets by himself. And that only lasted, it didn't last very long, because I remember kind of complaining to my mother, and she was like, would you rather go to the flea markets? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And yeah, then I, I never went to church again. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled me out of church. Um, I, and I, just ever since I was a little kid, that's what we do. We get up super early on Sundays and you get in the car. And at the time there was, I mean, there was flea markets all over the place. How early? I think we usually, we tried to leave the house by like 6.30. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, and there was a whole, back then there was a whole, like we would do Hollis. And then there was a bunch of a mess in Mountain, like Salem, New Hampshire. We That one's still open. Um, London Dairy, Dairy, New Hampshire. And then there was a bunch of them in Massachusetts that we would do. And we would literally, like, we'd leave at 6.30 in the morning and we would not get home until, like, 5.30, 6 o'clock Sunday night. Wow. Yeah, like, it was a thing. Like, this was this was my Sundays. And, and it th- that's all I had ever done every Sunday. So when I started working, like, when I graduated high school and started getting jobs, yeah, one of my conditions was I have to have Sunday off because I have to go flea marketing. 
Yeah, like I just I don't have any, and I remember it caused a big contention when I worked at Newberry Comics. The the first manager, he was awesome with it and everything, and he was just like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then this new manager came in, and like the first thing he did when he came in was he just like cleared everybody's schedule. And he's like, okay, he's like, this is all, you know, like he would. It was weird because he I remember him sitting down with everybody. And he was like, okay, so what days do you like to work? What days do you not like to work? And I was yeah. like, I'm fine with every day except for Sunday, Sunday mornings. This is what I do. This is like I've got to go, and like. I just remember the first schedule he had made. He was just like, okay, from now on, you're working on Sundays. And I'm just like, what? you son of a you son of a bitch. And it just, like, talk about totally starting off on the wrong foot with, like, yeah. a new manager. You know? Did you like, end him? Uh, no. It j- eventually, the aggression built up. Yeah. And it just piled on top of a bunch of things. And I remember I wrote a letter of complaint. And I sent it to corporate yeah. and corporate came in and they, they shot me down on every complaint that I had. And yeah. then a few days later I walked out of the job, mm. but I had already lined something else up. Good. So, um, uh-huh. yeah, I remember the, the person I was with at the time. I just remember like I went in that day and it like, we got a pretty generous employee discount. So I went in and I scooped up everything that I had been saving. Yeah. I brought it all up to the counter. It was like first thing in the morning. I was like, I just want to buy it. And they're like, wow, you're buying a lot of stuff. And I was like, and it hurt too. Cause it was like, I got along with everybody really well, yeah, except for yeah. this one guy. So I like the assistant manager. I told him, I'm like, I'm like, I have to tell you, like, I'm not coming in again. Like this is going to be my last day. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, it was just, nah. yep. but, um, yeah, so that's all we've ever, I've, all I've ever done is go to flea markets. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know what it is. Part of it is, well, part of it is I, I love to collect a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just, so part of it is just the search for things to collect, like yeah. to add to my collection. Uh-huh. But I don't know, like, there's a certain type of person that is okay with, you know, like, luckily Sarah is one of these people that <laughs> she totally accepts the fact that, like, mm-hmm. On Sunday mornings, I get up and I have to go through, poke through people's boxes full of crap, uh-huh. you know, and then I have to like try to haggle them down on prices and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't know. Is it, is it entertaining to watch, Sarah? Well, uh, she, sometimes. Sometimes I just wander off and do it. my, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. so you're, you have a self-contained sense of fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, I know it's great fantastic. looking. It's all, always different stuff, which is great. And sometimes you stumble across some really great things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. there's the same people. You see the same people, yeah. the same tables and, and the, the same, same crap stuff, year yeah. after year. And, and they it's see like, you too, right? So they, I, I don't know. I don't know if people remember other people. Mm-hmm. or Well, there was some. Like, there was one guy in Hollis that used to, he, we used to buy all new movies off of him and like he would have like new releases like huh. dvds because we it started because we used to buy tons of laser discs off of this guy <laughs> and then when we switched over to dvds like he just always happened to have new sealed movies that had like come uh-huh. out the week before and they were like right. you know like a fourth of the cost of at, at the store uh-huh. and so that we stocked up on stuff like that nice. um so yeah so it was supposed to start last weekend and then it snowed out like the two Friday, days before, two days before yeah. it snowed out. Uh-huh. So Hollis said they were going to postpone until this upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily there was one that we found a couple of years ago down in Grafton, Massachusetts that said they were going to be open. So we, we got up early because we were like, at this point we were like, we were locked in. I'm like, we, we had both psyched ourselves out <laughs> and it was like, we're going to go to the flea markets, flea markets yeah. are this weekend. And then Hollis was like, okay, we're going to delay a week. And it was like, we, you can't delay. No, we're going to go somewhere. Like I've got all this pent up, like my fingers are already starting to like poke through boxes. You know, I'm like, so we, we drove down to Grafton which is about an hour away, and it was really cold. It wasn't oh, cold. It was extremely it windy. Was really windy. The wind really was really cold. cold. And we got to Grafton, and there was probably, I want to say, <laughs> there was like maybe, f- 
what like 20 dealers like yeah, it, it 20 was or 30 there was dealers. hardly anybody was, there yeah it was pretty and slow. we got like halfway through and sarah had to go in, inside the little inside park because she was so cold my ears were hurting and i was getting a headache but i found a couple of good things even still i found a couple of movies yeah um and then I've been I've been looking forward to buying a lot of records now that we've got like yeah. a decent record player and stuff like that. So I found um, that old Mecco Star Wars album. No, the disco I one. I used to love that album. Yes, and so anytime you want to hear it, come on over to the studio. Oh um, and, and it was good because it was also the first sort of the first haggle of the year too. Yeah. Um, and the guy and that's the th- like the thing I like about buying used records is that you can get them for like 50 cents to a buck a piece mm-hmm. and then sometimes you know if you've got like a stack you'll get the guy to come down even more you know like oh, yeah. at one place i think i had three of them and he was like ah he's like two bucks each and i'm like how about three for five and he's like okay fine oh, nice. um you've got these 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 haggler reactions like like uh, moves yeah you just you know like you three can five and they, they had to think fast because otherwise they're already losing so right it's... right <laughs> um so so this guy like he had a box of stuff and nothing was labeled and so i walked over and i said how much for the records and he go and you they always like most of the time people will like have a thing on the butt side of the box that'll be like records are a dollar each whatever you know like three for a buck or some something like that and it's usually the people that don't have anything labeled you know they're gonna start making prices up as you're looking at stuff uh-huh. so that's what this guy did so i was like rifling through him i said how much are the records and he was like oh he's like they're all different prices he's like some are a dollar and some yeah. are two dollars and i was like oh okay so i said so i saw that and I was like, how much for this Mecco album? And he was like, oh, well, that one's $5. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, well, it's $5 because it's Star Wars. Uh-huh. And so I put it back. I checked out the record to make sure it was in condition. And I put it back and I walked away. Yep. And I got a little ways from his table. And I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm going to offer him three. Uh-huh. Like, it's worth. I, I'm, to me, it's worth three bucks. So I yep. turned around, went back over. And I'm just, I held it back up. And I was just like, would you take three for it? Mm-hmm. And he pulled out. Like it's just right at the start of the season. Like so, he started to say, "He goes, I'm not going to take three dollars for that." He goes, "This can get." He what did he say? He said something about like this goes for at least twenty five dollars on eBay, like all the time. So the minute they start saying shit like that, like yeah. I'm like, Neh. so I just he was halfway through saying it. I put it around. I turn around. I just start walking away. I was like, yeah. I don't even want to deal with somebody. That, the yeah. minute to me, that's like you know what? Pack up your box of treasures and go. Go home and put stuff on eBay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as I was walking away, he was just like, he's like, well, I'll split the difference with you. He's like, give me four dollars for it. And I'm like, all right, I'll do, I'll do four bucks. Like, <laughs> but he could see, you know, I'm like, don't, don't, you know, <laughs> don't do. Yes, yeah. that's great. Like, don't. So, uh, so that was good. So I bought, you know, so that I got that, and then we got some other records, and then I found a couple of movies. And then it's for me, like, I mean, we have, I, I go specifically for movies records music cds like anything that i can add to our sort of audio visual collection stuff mm-hmm. like that every once in a while i, I buy mm-hmm. other things every once in a while i'll see like a, a toy but not so mm-hmm. much um and then sarah likes to go for like little brass mm-hmm. brass, little, animals, brass animals bra- um, people hmm. shaped bells little people <laughs> shaped bells. <laughs> <laughs> which i kind of just fell into because i got two and then i'm like oh i guess i'm collecting these <laughs> i like i like collections that are very specific <laughs> right right in some way and oh, I see that uh, Eric Vaughn is in the chat room. He says, uh, "Hi, wow, said she really is lovely." Aww. Oh, thank you. Thanks, That's Eric. Nice. Got a little yeah. thing on her cheek. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And uh, yeah, so so I brought one of the things I wanted oh, to show okay, you. Okay. I thought you would really enjoy this. Nice, nice. Here's my camera. And this was a little bit more than what I normally pay, but uh, I paid six dollars for this. Yeah, wait till you. So this is. All right. I'll, I'll take a picture of it for the. 
Thing. So Look at that. Is a, um, that is, is the entire boxer? Robotech series. Entire Robotech series. American we'll Robotech to, series. Oh, hold it up to the camera over there. Like you oh, yeah, that's right. get all right. So I picked and, this up. Uh, <laughs> Let me go with this full screen. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Did you like Robotech? Robotech is an anime. Yeah. It was an tra- Americanized anime comprised of three different um, Which has like, never been done before. Yeah, it was like you're really quite... Uh, I think revolutionary for the time. So this is all 85 episodes and it's on, it's like 20, it's like 35 discs or something like that. And in fact, this whole separate section thing here is seven DVDs of nothing but bonus features, like behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. And so this, this American guy, Carl Masick, like he wanted to, to, I don't even know the story about Carl Masick. But he took three Japanese mm-hmm. anime yep. that had nothing to do with one another, right. and he created this extensive storyline that incorporated all three of them into it. Yep. Um, and uh, so this company, ADV, like decades ago, they had come out with individual series, and I, at one point mm-hmm. I tried collecting them, and it got into like, it was like 20-something volumes of it, and it just got out of control. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I came across this thing. Ten bucks. Nice. Yes. Yeah. See, that's like that's why. So that like um, that's so like I, a whole years with the gloating right there, isn't it? Yeah. So it's and every once in a while you find like really really good stuff. So I figured yeah. ten bucks. I mean that's you know eighty five episodes, and I've, it's been a really. I mean I don't remember a whole lot of it. <laughs> so it'll be. I, I tried to rewatch it on. Uh, I think it. I think you can buy watch it on Amazon Prime now. Oh yeah. And I, I, it was hard to get through those first episodes. Really? Yeah. Is it? it was hard. <laughs> so, so difficult. Yeah. At least when you're watching the Japanese version of it, like you don't really know what they're saying, so you don't know if they're saying like dumb things. Right, not. right. And it sounds cool still, but they're saying like, it's, it's yeah. So I'll, I'm curious to see like how. Well, if you ever want to borrow it, you're more than welcome if you ever want to. Yeah. Do you know what I would love to watch with you? I would love to watch Giant Robo. With you guys, see, I never, I never. That was before my time, I think. No, this those are remake in the is that mid nineties. Oh wait, no, Giant Robo. Yeah, it's like that's. We don't want to like diverge too much into pop culture, right. but, but but you know, just put put keep it in the back of your head. Giant Robo, yeah, Giant Robo. It's like uh, so. At least watch it the first one. Yeah, so we so we went down to Grafton, and then it got cold, so. I covered the rest of the outside, and then we went inside, and yeah. it wasn't like a whole lot. I mean, it wasn't a whole yeah. lot of dealers. So we were heading home. And Sarah had punched into her phone. We were sort of driving through Worcester coming back home. Worcester. And a thing came up saying that there was a flea market in Worcester. What? And we were like, okay, let's let's do it. Let's go look for it and stuff. So we found this place. And this was the sketchiest flea market I have ever been to. It was was almost like it was... It was behind this closed door that had no way. It was in. It was in an old brick building, and the door itself. It was just like this white door, and somebody had written like flea market on the door. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? It was like it was the the meat packing. Yeah, it was like a rocking. slaughterhouse. <laughs> so oh we goodness. so we like finally found a place to park. Like there was hardly any parking, and you open this door that has no way. You can't see what's inside. And you open this door, and there's this thin little hallway, and then there's those. Those clear plastic flaps that are like in a meatpacking oh. thing, you know, like in a, like no. yeah. So you like you walk into those and you push them out of the way, and it was it was so scuzzy. It was totally scuzzy, and there was I mean, there's a lot of dealers in there, and it was just like it was just scuzzy. It was scuzzy uh, and dirty, and we we I mean, of course, I found stuff in there, but it was just really uncomfortable, yeah. and you just wanted to take a bath when you got out of there. Uh, yeah, never, never go back to that. But we found we found some records, mm-hmm. and then there was this one guy that seemed like half of the entire area was all his stuff. Yeah. 
and he had you know like he had Blu-rays and he had boxes and boxes of records. And then he went, he was funny because I was like, how much are the records? And he was like, well, he's like, no, oh, they're a different price. And then he went into this whole <laughs> thing about how he bought, he bought up some music place that had gone out of business in like 1988 <laughs> and nobody had gone in there since 1988. And they wow. just recently went in there to start clearing it out. Yeah. And he was like, it was like a time capsule. He's like, there's like wow. sealed records and sealed 45s. And so he gave us this whole spiel. And then I like walked over to this other section and found some stuff to buy. And I brought it back. And I was paying him, and like he had instantly forgotten who we were, and he started the exact really? same story. <laughs> wow! Huh. And I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. Give me my change. Just give me my change. <laughs> and then he forgot that. You and gave then he him forgot a that I gave him a twenty. <laughs> right? Yeah. He, he hands me a five, and I'm like, just waiting on a ten. And he was like, huh? And I was like, give you twenty. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And then he started the story again, and I was like, wow, okay, wow. That, but, so that uh, place is his memory palace. Yeah, it's yeah, like he was. That's yeah, really but he was the guy that had like I brought him up. I had three albums, and I was like, "How much are these?" He's like, "Ah, two dollars each." And I'm like, "About three for five. And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and Don't like thinking, gotta take them right. <laughs> and that's the, like that's the way I, I like to bargain. Like we yeah. we we've uh, it was years ago now. We did a booth at mm. Hollis. It was the first time I had ever sold anything at a oh, flea market. Right. Yeah. And we, we did a big setup. And we just, like, we were only, the only, like, we brought all this stuff. And our intention was we just want to raise enough money so we can buy a new iPad. Yep. So we, like, we were having fun with it. You know, like, yeah. people were coming in and they were like, oh, any, basically any offer they gave us, like, we would just let them have it at that price. Yeah, so, you know? Yeah. And the guy, like, we had that, remember that, that lion mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. He was like, how much for this lion head thing? And I think we had, like, five on it. And. I was like, all right, I think it's it says five bucks. And he was like, how about $2? And I'm like, you're going home with a line head for $2. <laughs> and so like that, you know, like make it fun. Like yeah, you're, you're in a flea yeah. market. Like half yeah, these people, yeah, yeah. sometimes you go through stuff and like you start arguing with these people. The, the biggest thing now that has wrecked flea markets has been the, the, the internet and mm-hmm. eBay. Uh-huh. And you get, especially video games. I mean, one of the awesome things about like when I got hardcore collecting video games in the early to mid nineties mm-hmm. was the internet still hadn't taken over as far as like right. game collectibles. Boy. And I was totally like, there was just, I picked up so much good stuff back then. Mm-hmm. But nowadays anything that is even remotely collectible, they're, they're like, they're on their phones with you. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like there's the sellers who are, they, they don't have anything priced on their tables. And the minute you ask them how much something is, yep. they're going to like completed auctions right, on yeah. eBay. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. about 75 bucks. Or you get these other guys that are browsing sellers and they, they take out their phones and they like scan oh. the barcodes to see how much stuff is worth. Right, yeah. And then they, and it's like, so there's this weird like buyer reseller thing that's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't, you can't bargain with those people. Like, right, yeah. You know, like you ask them for a price and they give you a price and you try to bargain them down, you know, depending on, you know, like, and they instantly are just kind of like, oh, I can, I can get, you know, X amount of dollars on eBay for this. And it's just like, all right, we'll pack up your table then. Mm-hmm. Like, and go home. Like, save yourself the entry fee to get in here. Yep. Go sell this stuff on eBay, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. So that that gets... And then there's, like... And the, the ones that have been the worst are, like, the are like the nerdy game collector resellers. Huh. I've watched... I watched a little kid with his dad, and, and there was, like, the, the, the typical, like, you know, the Simpsons, the comic book guy. So he's, he's mm-hmm. the seller, and he's sitting on the other side of the table, and this little kid was, like... It was some sort of a Pokemon game or something. And I think the kid was offering him like $3 difference. Yeah. And this guy, like you thought, like you would think like you just stabbed this seller in the face. And he was like going off on this little kid. Oh. Yeah. And I was just like that. I'm like, just give him like, oh, it's three bucks. Dude. Like, what are you doing that you can't, you know, like oh. cut him some slack. 
and he was getting really and i thought like i was like looking at the dad like i was you know like thinking maybe the dad should just reach over and grab this dude because he was just he crossed the line from just like yeah. being like no i don't want to sell it for that much money yeah. he was just like you know like how could you offer me that you know i could get x amount of dollars for this on ebay and blah blah blah, blah. And i'm like oh my god like can't like <laughs> i get like you know some video game collector resellers and whatever they need to take a, a lesson in like communication skills because yeah, it's yeah. like they get like oh I yeah. just ranted on about that. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> people like that. I I, I think. Ow, I can't use this. Toenails, claw. Uh, clip. <laughs> uh, people like that. Um, especially, but, I think if you're a collector like that, like uh, that, that's it, sort of part of your soul at that point. It's your identity, and right. you're already aware how little value your identity has, and, and there so was, it becomes yeah. And there's also, I think, when I was you know like in the '90s and before. There was no like there really wasn't a such thing as people that were making their livelihood buying and reselling this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this has become and I, like I'm a member of a, a video game trade trade site and I've been a member for like 20 years now and there are wow. people that this is their job. Like they go to Goodwill and they go to Savers and they 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 find that you know like the they're looking for stuff that they can just turn around and resell at inflated prices. And this is what a lot of these re, these fleet like before flea markets were guy had a garage full of stuff he throws it on a table and he sells it and nowadays it's a lot of these people that run these little internet businesses that are specifically catered towards video games and this kind of stuff so they set their tables out and they're like they're looking for dealer you know they're looking for like real pricing stuff like mm. you know like you can't go and and sell things at MSRP at a yard you know like at a yard sale or mm. at a garage sale or at a flea market um i don't know so that's 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 my little complaint on recent. Yeah. Just be nice. Just be nice. Mm. Like you don't have to be a jerk when you're being a, when you're selling stuff at a flea market. Mm. Like you're at a flea market. Like <laughs> you think you'll, you'll think you'll do another do another table? I don't know. I, I probably we've got a lot of movies that we need to try yeah. to get rid of and stuff. You um, were talking about that because of your dad's stuff too. Oh. Yeah, my dad's got a lot of stuff, and mm. I had mentioned that to him, but he didn't like the idea. <laughs> that's my stuff. Having my dad, yeah, co-table. Like, oh my goodness, but. <laughs> Think of the stories you could tell. So, uh, yeah, long story short, we're looking forward to the season, and Hollis should be this weekend as long as it doesn't snow or we get rained out. There was a little bit of something on the forecast. No. Yeah. yeah. No. What happened to all the other flea markets? Why did they go away? Um, A lot of, I don't know. They just go out of business. Is Dairy Flea Market still there? I think they went Dairy is not. So, Dairy... What happened was Salem Flea Market had sort of become known for a lot of bootleg knockoff purses and handbags and stuff like that. Mm. And then they kept oh, getting crackdowns, yes. like counterfeit crackdowns what? in Salem, and a lot of them picked up and they moved to Derry. And Derry was like, I think I bought my first Nintendo Entertainment System at Derry. Mm. And I was little. It was an NES and it was Castlevania. And... Dairy used to be a really big flea market, but then all of these people from Salem that got kicked out, they moved into Dairy, and they took over the entire place. It was really weird. I remember driving by one day, and just and it was a really large piece of land. Yeah, it was all bootleg purses and sneakers and bags and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they went in and they just completely closed Dairy down a hundred percent. They were wow. just like, it's so saturated, like boom. Wow. Uh-huh. So then those some of those bootleg sellers picked up and they moved over to London Dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then I think until recently they cracked down on Londonderry, but they used to be sort of in the front. So as you drive by the Londonderry, you would see nothing but bootleg purses and stuff. But they, mm-hmm. they, they had another big crackdown and they kicked a lot of them out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it if it's a some of them have consolidated, but Derry is close. Salem is still there. Salem is a pretty sketchy one but mm. i like to go because they you can always find like bootleg toys you mm-hmm. know it's just like you find like a blister pack of action figures but it's like batman spider-man a power ranger and mr incredible and then it's yeah. it says something like fantasy hero men <laughs> and the colors are right, all right, off right. and stuff i love that stuff there's a, there's a twitter account i follow called bootleg yes yes, yes, is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like purple pikachu t-shirts and, yeah, yeah. um so every once in a while we haven't been in a long time but usually i like i used to like to go right before christmas because i was yeah. like i could find some really junky stuff so are the people at flea markets now, are they, do they tend to be like pro flea market people or th- when you started going, like when you were a kid, was yeah. it more of a mix of just people kind of just having, it seemed like it was, it? yeah, it was a lot of people that just had stuff that they wanted to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And now it's a lot of it is people that buy like things in bulk. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody dies and they go into their oh, attics yeah. and they, yeah. they just buy everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of times it's a lot of the same, like we always see this, the same guy that's been trying to sell comic books for, for years and nobody, yeah. I never see anybody near his stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the, it's the quality has changed. It feels like, yeah. cause I think a lot of people now they just either try to sell it on Craigslist or right. they'll throw it on eBay. Mm. Um, yeah, Hollis you, has become very antique over. Yeah. And Hollis has started. I to, started going with you in 2001. Yeah. It started yeah. to transition into more antique type antique stuff. Type now it's about, good? it's a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's yeah, a lot of and they're older. more educated dealers, like Sid was saying. So yeah, they, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they yeah. charge a little bit more. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hollis is still a good mix, though. It's about fifty-fifty. Like we mm-hmm. can still go in and, and and every once in a while you'll like I'll find you know like good camera deals, and every nice. once in a while you find like oh this is really incredible. Yeah, and then I always I'm always a sucker for like you know guys got a bunch of there was one guy that had a bunch of old '80s CDs and it was like a bunch of out of print stuff and they were all like quarter a piece, mm-hmm. you know. So that's like oh you just mop yeah. up really yeah. good. Yeah, my sister's boyfriend. I was telling telling him how you go into the flea markets, and then like how like 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 you, he likes to go through all the stuff one by one by one by one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, like, you did the same thing. Like, oh, so, <laughs> says, I have to go with them sometime. <laughs> next time I'm up, and next time that we're visiting, and we're there on Sunday, like maybe. And it says like, yeah, I'll let Sid know that. Yeah, like, yeah. You're interested in going and like. Go out early in the morning. You can yeah. be totally into that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a lot. Of, sometimes she'll just, she moves up a couple of rows because she'll see me and I start fumbling through stuff. And she'll be like, I'm just going to move up ahead and I'll <laughs> yeah, run into you in the next row. Yeah. Well, I also need to look at tables a couple of times too because yeah. there's always something I miss. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. going back, it's a good thing. Yeah. Like, I think I like to do the, the scan just to mm-hmm. see what's yeah. there. And yeah. then like, no, go back and like. And see, like, okay, Sid's looking at that thing, so I will look at this in more detail, <laughs> and maybe have, think thoughts about them or something like mm-hmm. that. I think for me, flea markets, there there is a desire to find treasures, mm-hmm. um, and also I'm fascinated by people who have the gift. Yes. It, oh, the gift of what? Well, who was I talking to about this? Um, there's there's someone in the uh, virtual coworking chat room whose parents are like uh, auction house people or they, okay. they antiquers. <laughs> And uh, she would describe like them as having this ability to sense that something is crap or not, oh, or if it's really okay. good. Yeah. And then, and then she, being the daughter of these people, also has this gift. Yeah. And like, and her husband does not. So her husband will like go find, say, "Look what I found," and she says, "Put that down. That's yep. crap." <laughs> and they go, "Oh, what is it? go away." Yeah. Yep. So. 
Yeah, so, so, but in flea markets, I just don't like other people's stuff. I, I don't like touching it. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so I, I guess I, I want to go to a place where it's been scrubbed or washed or something like well, that. Well, that, that would be terrible. for you. That'd be like antique stores. Yeah. yeah so I, pr- I like antique stores, yeah. but, you know. I don't like to go all the way into the raw materials and, and grab them. So yeah, that's just, just me. Yeah, there's different levels. Like, I'm okay with the ones that I really have a hard time with is, is like, you know, like people that pull up in like a, a bread truck and then they just, they pull <laughs> yeah. boxes out and then they don't take anything out of the boxes, you know, oh, and like they'll, they'll be like, everything in the boxes is a dollar. Everything in the boxes is a dollar. And you, you know, you see, you know, and oh, ghouls go, yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you see, and it's like, you start poking through, like, I, there's a couple guys in Hollis every year and I'll start poking and it's, it's literally like, it's like CD cases that have no CDs in them, and it's yeah. broken stuff, and it's like all just all this crap, yeah, you know. And they don't know what's in there, yeah. you know. And they're just like, everything's a dollar. Anything in there, to, yeah. and you, and so that that then you you, know, you bring some hand wipes with you and stuff like that because it's <laughs> yeah, like you don't know yeah. what you're gonna find in there. It'd be a good scene for for a post apocalyptic thing or something. It's like totally. That. That's, or, it, which reminds it's, me, did Battle Angel Alita ever come out? Another topic. Oh, I don't oh. know. Is that that's. Later so, on this year or something. I have, like that. I have no idea. But I could totally see like flea markets are this They're version kind of, of Barter Town. Like yeah, it's totally right, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, and on my Instagram feed I, I actually I post everything that we, we pick up each right, week. Right. I do little pictures and stuff like that. Because it's fun to just, you know, like look at some of the stuff I found. And a lot of times, I mean, you know, we don't ever hardly spend more than ten bucks. You know, so, so it's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of you know like good stuff for low cost. You know, it's very like, cost effective. Yeah, like for yeah. what you would spend on Starbucks for like two Starbucks in a week. Oh like, my we got all kinds of awesome stuff, and we're like we're yeah. big into physical. Like someday our dream is to have like a separate bedroom that we can turn into a right, whole library, yeah. media library. So it's movies and music that's and records fantastic. and books. I really admire this. Yeah. So anyway, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm designer Dave Say. I'm photographer Sid Caesar. And I'm Sarah Caesar. And we'll <laughs> talk everybody later on. Have a good week. Music provided by Michael Ballard and the Ezra's Ensemble. Visit him at michaelballard.com. Send your love. <laughs> so loud. This is always this loud? Usually, yeah. I don't know. It never sounds this loud on the actual podcast. <laughs> it's a, no? I'm always going to video behind your head and you're just like, you're just shaking your dog. All right, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Bye. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.